Every week we dedicate a short five minutes to Bible prophecy. That's because the Bible's about 30% prophecy, and about 500 of those are the yet-to-be-fulfilled prophecies of the last days in which we live. Knowing the unfulfilled prophecies, we can look at news and trends in the world, and we can see things lining up for their fulfillment. These aren't necessarily the fulfillment of these prophecies, but we can see how we're moving in that direction. In his teaching about the future, Jesus said that the end times we live in would be as the days of Noah. He said this specifically, for as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. The passage in the book of Genesis that Jesus was referencing is the opening verses of chapter 6. There was a very peculiar type of marrying that was going on. We learned that fallen angels were somehow marrying and mating with human females. Their offspring were called Nephilim, described throughout the Old Testament as giants that were 12 to 16 feet tall. And these aren't just tall men. It isn't like a basketball team. They had a completely different DNA because they were fast and fierce and lived for a long time. In fact, uh, extra-biblical literature says that they were cannibals and that they threatened the entire human race. Somehow, the fallen angels in mating with humans were altering DNA. Preserving human DNA was a major reason God brought the flood because it's, uh, we learn there that uh, we learn of Noah, he was righteous in all his generations, the Bible says indicating that there was a genetic component. And so you'd, uh, based on what Jesus said, you'd expect the end times to feature genetic tampering, and it does. Scientists are utilizing something called gene drive. One article described it saying, gene drives can force a trait through a population defying usual rules of inheritance. The technology represents the first time in history that humans have the ability to engineer the genes of a population. They label it a way to, quote, defy evolution, meaning they can shape species, including humans, to whatever specifications they deem best. I personally think everyone should be like me. But you probably have something else going on, so this is going to get messy. A recent article posted on Wire.com was titled, This Gene Editing Tech Might Be Too Dangerous to Unleash. Here are some excerpts. To get... To work in the morning, Omar Akbari has to pass through a minimum of six sealed doors, including an airlocked vestibule. The UC Riverside, my alma mater, entomologist studies the world's deadliest creature, the Aedes aegypti mosquito, whose bite transmits diseases that kill millions each year. But that's not the reason for all the extra security. Akbari isn't just studying mosquitoes, he's re-engineering them with self-destruct switches. And that's not something you want accidentally escaping into the world. They're trying to uh, make it so these uh, mosquitoes will go out into the world and mate, and then it will kill all the other mosquitoes after a generation or two because of these genetic things. This sounds just like the beginning of 90% of the apocalyptic movies that are made, only it's real. These things actually exist. And I'm sure the six layers of security are definitely enough to keep these mosquitoes from escaping because they're so big and they're so easy to catch, right? The technology Akbari is designing is gene drive. Think of it as a way to supercharge evolution, forcing a genetic modification to spread through an entire population in just a few generations. Now... If you read a lot of articles about the current trends in genetics, 
it's not uncommon to encounter words like Frankenstein and chimera. And these are mainstream scientific articles. This isn't the fringe world of you know, people who are trying to be conspiracy. This is what you're reading in scientific journals. It's just scary what we can now do to DNA. Before the flood, fallen angels were manipulating DNA, corrupting it to produce Nephilim. Jesus said it would also characterize the end times, and we see it happening just as predicted. Jesus promised he would come to resurrect the dead in Christ and rapture living believers in an event we just generally call the rapture of the church. He said it was an imminent event, could happen at any time. Nothing needs fulfilling before it could happen. And so that's where our blessed hope is. It's in the coming of the Lord for us. Are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready, stay ready, keep looking up, because ready or not, Jesus is coming.